Hey, babe. Mm-hmm. I believe in miracles. Where are you gone? You sexy thing. <laughs> it's where, sexy thing. where are you from, not where are you gone. Okay, try again. Hey, babe. Mm-hmm. I believe in miracles. Where are you from? You sexy thing. Sexy thing. I'm from Dundee, Scotland. I believe in miracles. <laughs> where are you from? <laughs> Do you know what that is? Do you know what that sound was? What? That was our podcast listeners leaving by the droves. Oh, oh, don't come back. Come back. We didn't mean it. <laughs> I want a jingle. Talk to me about your hair. Okay. What, what? about my hair? <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> you just sounds like you just choked on it. <laughs> I did. I got all excited. <laughs> Tell Hairball. me about your hair. Um, I went to a place. So they're opening these weird places now that are called blow dry bars. And you go in and they wash your hair, you know, like wash it and condition it and blow dry it. That's it. They don't like, you know, cut it or color it or anything like that. It's just for if you want, if you're going out or. I'm sorry. I fell asleep. <laughs> Shut up. You were talking about something that has absolutely no relevance to a good 50% of well, the population. Well, the other 50% would be very interested because it was very cool. But fair play, you got it done on. Thursday. Thursday. And it still looks magnificent. Thank you. I am going to wash it tomorrow morning, however, because I just can't go longer than four days. It's not right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I got a great headband. You did, darling. Yeah. It it says Nike. Just it doesn't do it. say Nike, but it actually holds my hair and hasn't slipped off my head. And it's been on since six o'clock this morning. That is remarkable. And it's after 10 o'clock at night. Baby, that's incredible. Talk you have to no me about idea the week. things we suffer as women. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Talk to me about what? Talk to me about this week. Let's talk about MJ and his fascination. MJ is so cute. What does he love right now? Right now, he just wants you. More than? (laughs) More than me or anything (laughs) else. (laughs) So He's just like attached to you like a monkey. And I keep forgetting that they go through this phase. They do. And what I'm going to forget is that he's fascinated with me because in a couple of months, it'll switch and all he'll want is you. Mm-hmm. And I keep forgetting that I had a phase where he wanted me. Right. And then I have to remind you and then you go, no, I didn't. So this will be good because now it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he just wants me all the time and it's amazing. I love it. It's so cute. Yeah. He, although it was pretty sad today when I had to take him downstairs because you were preparing for the meeting tonight and he just bawled at the top of his lungs. He was yelling up the stairs, daddy. And that's why we have chocolate. Um. Okay, well, I used a puzzle instead. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't feed him the puzzle, though. I'd like to clarify. (laughs) Very good. Okay. Let's run through a week. Monday, you were teaching on Song of Songs? Yep, Song of Songs, Monday and Tuesday. Intimacy week at the school. Really well. The students were great. It was very fun. Monday night, I taught on the anointing at Emanate. Yes, you did. Which was fun, because I did something I don't normally do in that I didn't know what I was teaching on until the middle of worship. Ooh, and Jesse early killed it as she always does in worship. Yeah. But in the middle of worship, I jotted down a lot of the thoughts I've been having on the anointing. And I don't have enough thoughts on the anointing as far as I'm concerned, but I shared what I had. Oh, cool. And then Wednesday, we had Ryan's birthday. Yeah. I mean, whatever you, I wasn't there on Monday night, but Tuesday morning, a bunch of the students were still drunk from Monday night. So, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking about the anointing, Mm -hmm. and I think think there's a facet of the anointing that I have no comprehension of whatsoever. 
So I read a couple of passages that I said, you know, if you, I want you to follow along with me and see that they're in your Bible so that you don't think that I'm lying. And I just talked about how, you know, that verse where people are burying their friend and a band of raiders come in, so they just, you know, throw the dead body into a cave and it happens to touch Elisha's bones. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it does, he comes back to life. Yeah. Nobody prays for him. Just the anointing, the the residual. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, that's amazing. And then we were looking at, you know, the handkerchiefs that had touched Paul's body that were handed out to sick people and they got well. And then I was thinking about the the garment, you know, that people just touched the hem of Jesus' garment, they were healed. And so I started thinking about the anointing as a substance that performs miracles without anybody doing anything. Yeah. And I was just wondering, where is that anointing today? That's a good wondering. I know, it's my great wondering. So I'm actually asking the Lord, all those questions. But anyway, I digress. Thursday, we had our staff Christmas party. We did. It was amazing. The I know Jeff was, dressed up as a reindeer. He's pretty good. He was a very tall reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to see all our grace and our staff together. It is. It, and it was lovely. The food was amazing. Mm-hmm. The people that hosted it were amazing. It was just amazing. Mm-hmm. It was such a great party. We really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then Friday you started your Christmas shopping, but you didn't really because you did it all online. That still counts, darling. I'm still it's still Christmas shopping. It just means that I'm smart enough that I don't have to go and park somewhere and go through crowds. You are smart enough. So Do you want to know what the highlight of my week was? What was the highlight of your week? That I did not get dressed all day yesterday. No, you did not. You I just stayed wandered in around my, your boxers. I did. Well my I was gonna say my pajamas, but now the secret's out. I wandered oh. around in a t shirt and a pair of boxer shorts all day. You did. And all I did was really what I would call nerdy cleaning. Did you even know we had aerators? I did know that we have aerators, you, yes. Oh, come on. Please give me this. Do you want me to say I didn't? No, darling. I didn't know we have aerators. All right, what's an aerator? An aerator is that like um, sieve thing in the bottom of all the faucets. Like when you turn on the faucet, like where the water comes out. Hey, there's you a, do know what an aerator Of is. course I know what an aerator is. What, was I born yesterday? I didn't know what an aerator was until yesterday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay. Well, there you go. When we bought our house, we got a manual for our house. And I seem to remember that when we bought it, I flipped through it, but it was like 200 pages, so I got bored. But I thought, (laughs) I wonder what sort of stuff we should have done. And it said we're supposed to clean out our aerators every three or four months. Well, we've been in our house two years and I've never done it. So I thought, well, let's turn over a new leaf. So I went and cleaned out our aerators and I didn't even know we had them. And it was pretty cool. It's the thing that stops your water splattering. And it mixes your water with air, so you get a steady stream. And but then I did some. Then I got started thinking about. Hmm, I wonder if these are just plain off-the-shelf pedestrian aerators. I wonder if there's like the BMW of aerators. So I did some research, and apparently there are. So this Christmas list is going to get really, really nerdy. Ooh, sounds exciting. <laughs> New faucet aerators for Alan. <laughs> if you think that's exciting. Wait till you get to... So basically what I did yesterday was download the PDF manuals of all our home appliances that I've never really wondered how they work. Mm -hmm. So for example, our dishwasher. Turns out we've been using our dishwasher wrong. Yes, upside down in fact. No. (laughs) So I read this thing on the Wirecutter or SweetHome.com, both sites which I highly recommend. And they were saying if your dishwasher isn't working to your satisfaction... Here's like 10 things to check. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, one of them is that you are rinsing your dishes before you put them in. Now, 
I was raised that you practically do the, the you wash the dishes and then load them into a dishwasher. But newer, more modern dishwashers have an optical sensor that check. And if you have rinsed off a lot of the gunk off the dishes, it thinks they're cleaner than they actually are. And so they, this article was suggesting you load them fairly dirty hmm. and clean out the filter, which I did. And then I made my own cleaning solution out of white vinegar. So I was both nerdy and hippie. You, the, it looks brand new. It's right. amazing. But the pièce de résistance. Yes. Go the there, crowning baby. Glory what did you my, do? My Sing it. Day at home. <laughs> ah. <laughs> was I attacked our laundry machine. You did. I drained, manually drained the pump. I removed Buff. the filter, which was covered in the most horrendous sludge and mold, which is explains why all our clothes smell like a refugee that okay. have been washing their clothes in beet juice and pee. <laughs> it's just disgusting. <laughs> but I cleaned you it out. You might be slightly over-exaggerating. Well, but, I found yeah. that our laundry machine has a tub feature where... Again, you're supposed to run it once a month and it self-cleans. Yes. So, We've only done it three times I know. in two so years. I ran that. So, yeah. guys, if you've ever noticed our clothes smell like a... Beet, juice, and yeah. pee, apparently. Worry not. <laughs> now we should be clean. It should be better. But anyway, that was the highlight of my week. It's amazing how productive I feel when I find obscure tasks I didn't know exist and then do them. Yes. Do you think that's a man thing? Yes. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Dr. Artie Kendall was with us this morning. He was. It was great. He's a scream, isn't he? He is so funny. He preached a great message on 10 things you need to implement to finish well. I thought it was excellent. It was. It was really, really good. Um, And then tonight we had our School of Supernatural Life Year 2 information meeting. We did. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, it was so fun. Um, Yeah, we've been thinking, dreaming, planning up year two for the last two to three years. And, uh, of course, announced it in October. And tonight we had the information meeting where we had, uh, I don't know, between 50 and 60 students there. Um, you know, previous year one graduates who are interested in year two. And so we had our information meeting with them and just had some nice desserts and hung out. And it was so nice to see all their faces again. It so, was. It was great yeah. to see everybody. Yeah. All right, our topic for discussion this week. I want to hear about your crazy Canadian Christmas traditions. Crazy Canadian Well, Christmas maybe not crazy traditions. Canadian ones, but your family traditions. What was Christmas like going up in your house? Well, we, I guess we had a, a bunch, some, most of them revolve around food, I suppose. Like we always had tortiere at we Christmas. We always have what? Tortiere. It's basically a meat pie. <laughs> Wasn't my fave, but we always had tortiere. Um, we would, at the cottage, we would go and my grandparents had a, it had like a 19 foot ceiling. And so we would go and this tree farm would help us find the tallest tree that we possibly could. And it would take all of us to go. We'd tromp through the snow and we'd cut it down and then we'd all get in between the branches and pull the tree. And then they'd put it on top of a vehicle and we'd drive and it would be like a whole day event, but we'd go and get the tree and then the little kids decorated the bottom and the bigger kids the middle and my sister always decorated the top. And Can I just say that nothing about that sounds appealing whatsoever? It was so Manual labor so in fun. freezing cold weather yeah. to pull down a 19-foot tree. Yeah, it was great. Oh. And then the decorating took forever because it was like the world's most massive tree. Yeah. You guys didn't have Nintendo when you were young? No. 
But it was it was Sounds like the fun. worst video game ever. <laughs> and then yep. And then we put out crushes and all that kind of stuff. Grandma's place was very fun at Christmas. Talk to me about Christmas morning because I have noticed that there's some weirdos out there that will get up and not open their presents till the end of the day. Like, are you kidding me right now? Were you one of those weirdos? No. Well, first of all, I wanted to tell you that my dad at Christmas used to like to disguise presents because he, if you shook it or whatever, he wanted you to have no idea what was in there. And the pinnacle of that particular thing, which he would try and disguise things every year, was one year they bought us stereos. And both Evan and I got the same thing, a stereo. And he had the place stamp on it, keep refrigerated. So when it got delivered to the house, we thought they'd gotten us something large that had to be kept refrigerated. Other times he'd poke holes in boxes and have, you know, like right on the side. Because we were kids, we wouldn't realize, you know, that, you know, stuff like make sure it has air and, you know, whatever. So he liked to disguise presents. So I've been thinking about ways of disguising the disguising the girl's presence because it won't work for mj but it would be fun to do to the kids sure let's, let's lie and traumatize them well no not lie and traumatize them but they're already trying to figure out what things are so i think we need to step it up a notch a couple of rocks in a box and then one little present that kind of thing it'll yeah. be great set them up for disappointment i like where this is heading <laughs> mommy and daddy are getting a divorce for christmas surprise <laughs> we're not <laughs> that's horrible okay Okay, so we uh, we would get up in the morning and we would have our stockings, but we weren't allowed to get up early. So we would get up at like 8 or whatever the normal time was, and we would have our stockings. Was there anything consistent that was always in your stocking? Always an orange. Yep. Um, always some kind of chocolate. Not chocolate coins? No, because we, really we didn't really have good chocolate coins in Canada. But always a clementine orange, always some kind of chocolate. Um, and that's a bit it. Like the girls had earrings or hair things or stuff like that, but we'd have socks, underwear, that kind of stuff. Socks and underwear? Yeah. They're like essentials. They're not Christmas gifts. I know. Hey, congratulations. I bought you some underwear. (laughs) Okay. Feels like Christmas now. Let's get this party started. Take the girls' underwear back. Got it. So then what would happen? You're opening up your stockings privately in your own room, hopefully if you're getting underwear. No, no, no. We Our stockings were always out in the main room. <gasps> no. Yeah, Jana and, and um, all of them got to open up their stockings in their room, which seemed very dignified and lovely. And even though that's what they got to do, we still had to wait and open our stockings in front of everybody else out on the couches. But that's because my mom never fit everything in the stockings. So she'd buy other presents and put those as stocking presents, but they weren't. All right. In our family, the stockings would magically appear at the end of our bed. And we could get up as early as we want. Or maybe that wasn't the rule and I just did it anyway. But nobody seemed to care. We'd get up and we would open up our stockings on our own in our bedroom without anybody else there. And once we'd opened them all up, we'd take them upstairs and show our parents the spoils of Christmas war. And we'd all climb into bed. Dad had pretend to be frustrated that we're all climbing in bed and so there'd be my mom my dad and for most of my childhood just me and my two sisters because um claire didn't come along till i was 10 and we'd same thing always have a clementine orange we'd always have a bag of chocolate coins which is quite rare to find in america they were everywhere in britain 
There would always be a magazine for each of us. There would always be a Bible reading for each mm. of us. So that was our equivalent of underwear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a gift that I suppose I should be grateful for, but I'm not. And what else would there be? That There would be the consistent things, and then there would be, you know, I can't remember what else there was. They were just the staples. So we, we've adopted some of that for ours, haven't we? Our stockings. Yes, we have. The, our new Jones family stockings. We always have a magazine of some sort. Right. And we have, we only have coins if I remember to ask your mother to send them. But we have oranges. We have chocolate. We have underwear, socks. We I usually put, I usually do. I put one pair of socks in everybody's thing. Um, what else do we have? Right, well, skip that part. Right. Once you've opened your stockings, then what do you do? Then do you all open your big presents while food is being made? No, then we used to have to go and have breakfast, that's which wrong. was like torture because you, totally. you ate right next to the tree. And so as a kid, you're looking at this tree that's, I mean, tw- there'd be like 20 of us up at the cottage. So, that I mean, it's piled high with presents. See, already I'm twitching. Uh-huh. I don't want to do Christmas with 20 other people. It was so great. As really? a kid, I loved it. Oh, it was so great. And uh, But I, it was like the longest breakfast ever because we had to eat. We always had this egg thing with ham and a cream sauce or something. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. What did they do to you? Were you like a prisoner of war? <laughs> yeah, you don't get your presents, but you just okay. egg, cream, ham thing. Or you could have cream of wheat or porridge. <laughs> cream of wheat? <laughs> Yeah, it's like you a, can milk wheat and then like churn it and it turns no, into cream. No, it's like a porridgey kind of like grits. It's like oh Canadian gosh. grits. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, uh, let me tell you how Christmas so wait, should wait, be celebrated. No, 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 I'm no, 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 finished. No, no, let me finish. No, no. I'm and redeeming then, your then, miserable childhood. Well, no, no, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you what happened. So then we would all sit down. We all have places that we sat, and we would all have a box and then next to us, stubbing each other's toes, where your stuff would go. So you'd be and grateful then for the shoes. The little tiny kids piped down over there, Jones. The little tiny kids, whoever the youngest ones were, were were named the elves, and they would bring a couple presents to Grandpa, and Grandpa would read out the name of each person. So he'd say, "This is from so and so to so and so," and then the, that would take so long. Then the elves would take the present okay. to so and so. We would all watch it get opened, man. and then the elves would bring the next one. Grandpa would read it. And Here's my problem with that: mm-hmm. old people take too long to read things, and elves take too long to deliver things to said old person. Well, it made Christmas like it, we we unwrapped presents Christmas for like forever. eight hours. It was so. Oh fun. my gosh, eight hours! Well, to you open just presents? played with whatever you'd opened in between. No. All right, let me tell until... you how it should have been. Oh, <laughs> so we finished opening up stockings in my parents' room. Yeah, and then we mm-hmm. descend into the living room where all the big toys are, mm-hmm. and then it's a free for all. Meanwhile, my mother is making us breakfast and bringing it through on a trolley. We all eat together, and typically there's a copious amount of chocolate, so let's be honest, breakfast was chocolate. Then you would just open up all your presents in a haphazard fashion and play with them to your heart's content and not get dressed. Then the Queen's Speech, which nobody really watched, and then an Indiana Jones movie, and then a nap, and then get up, and then eat dinner, and then go to bed. That's Christmas Day. Let me ask you, did you have Boxing Day? Yes. Did you call it Boxing Day? Yes. Do you know that Americans don't know what Boxing Day is? Yes. Okay. Is there any other questions you wanted to ask <laughs> nope, me? Nope, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, so 
Eight we, hours of opening presents. It was fun. With elves. So there'd be like 20, 20 of us there. It was fun. Oh, my god! And then gosh. you knew what everybody got. And I don't the, care what anybody else but got. But for me, darling, as as a gift giver, which several of our family is gift oh, givers, see. to see the other person open the present, see their reaction, and enjoy it. If everybody just dives into the tree and grabs stuff and rips it apart, then there you don't actually get to see other people's reactions to what you spent time thinking about getting them. That makes sense in a weird, twisted sort of way. Okay. I guess it's better than having to eat gruel. Well, <laughs> well, so we do kind of a version of both, don't we? We do no, we don't. the stockings. Right. They get put at the end of their bed, but the girls always want to open them with us. So they drag them in and we all get on our bed. Yes. And we all open our stockings together. Mm-hmm. And then we go downstairs and we have quick breakfast. Mm, I don't recall having breakfast. I recall just being completely fixated on Christmas presents. Are you talking recently or when you were a small child? No, we always have breakfast. Right, but it's usually chocolate. What? I usually make like pancakes or muffins or something. Right, but I've eaten chocolate. So like your breakfast is like second breakfast. Okay, well... If we're going to do that, that's almost every day that you've eaten chocolate. And it's just that you try and hide it better if it's not Christmas. So, and then we do presents one by one, but we don't do like the Santa thing. We just get Abby to pick one up and, and, we don't do and elves. read it. We don't do elves. We just sort of do, okay, who's that one too? Okay, great. Open it. And, let, and we try and balance out that all the kids aren't opening all theirs at the same time or whatever. So we kind of do a version of both mixed together. You have a Christmas tradition that you introduced. I love my Christmas tradition. Where the did it come from? The pajama tradition. What? The pajama tradition? The pajama tradition. Well, it came from, first of all, everybody needs new pajamas every year. So once a year you get new pajamas. But basically it was so that you get to open one present the night before. What is it? With you, that thinks wrapping up essential items constitutes <laughs> presents. Look, kids, you got pajamas, which by your own admission, everyone needs new pajamas. And or look, you got underwear. Well, it's your Is Christmas Day thing? pajamas. I don't know. I just, I, I heard it somewhere and I thought, oh, that's cute. I'm going to do that. Find a better tradition. Please tell me that there was something more redemptive than Christmas gruel. Talk to me about Christmas food. Well, yeah. No, my, I mean, my mom was Wait, great cook. yes or no, which one? <laughs> my mom is a great cook. We would have turkey. Turkey was always good. The stuffing was always good. There was always loads of potatoes and gravy and all that kind of good stuff. Like just, you know, your typical, I guess what we'd have here on Thanksgiving. But we didn't have ham, thank God, on Christmas. We would have turkey because I'm a ham hater. A hater of ham. That's your Jewish roots, baby. A ham despiser. Uh, a meter. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm trying to think this year, because I don't love turkey. I think I'll make us a chicken. I I don't want to be crazy, but I'd really like some Asian food for Christmas this year. Huh? Asian food from the like, Orient. <laughs> what kind of Asian food do you I want don't for know, Christmas? Some Thai food. Some we can't, honey. Chinese We're having food. friends over for Christmas dinner. I know, but you could make it. Yeah, and you want me to make Asian food for Christmas? Yeah. Should we should invite some different people over then? <laughs> don't Maybe you some me, Asians. Right? Like I'm bored of the normal like roast chicken, roast potatoes, roast etc. 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 Okay. I want some pizzazz, some spice. What if I like made all freeze dried food? 
What? Well, you want pizzazz. I'm just trying to think Freeze different. Freeze dried food. <laughs> Outside the box. Does not. <laughs> okay, go a little further than ready-made freeze-dried food. A little further outside the box than that. Uh, um, <laughs> so you don't want to do Asian food? No. How about I'm in charge of the menu this year? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I sense control issues. Tell you what, you can do the leftover day. And you can make it into Babe, Asian food. you're so food. gracious. Thank you for gifting me with leftover day. I'll make you some chicken fried rice at some point. Thanks. You know what I'm craving right now? Pad Thai. Nope. Shreddies. Shreddies. Yeah. Breakfast have you cereal. had shreddies at any point in the last, I don't know, 10 years? I have not. Right. I'm begging somebody from England, Scotland, Ireland, or Wales to ship me over a pack of um, shreddies. And I'm begging I in you turn, not to. I, in turn, <laughs> will ship you something from the United States. Of equal awesomeness. But not chocolate, because we all know that chocolate No, but here you get stuff awesome. in America that you just can't get at home. Like what? Dark chocolate M&M's. Well, that's true, but it's still American dark chocolate. Oh, but it tastes good. Yeah, it's good. Um, what about a jar of fluff? I have no idea what you're talking about. It is spreadable marshmallow fluff. And you buy it here? You buy it here. You're it's kidding me. It's a jar of spreadable marshmallow. Who wow. wouldn't want that? I don't. I will trade somebody a jar of fluff <laughs> there you have for a it. box of shreds. Ladies and gentlemen, a jar of fluff coming for you. <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter. Hey, I'm pretty sure it's not going to you know, go bad or anything because it's probably not actually food. Hey, you don't want the bag of shreddies. What? Well, I meant the fluff. You don't want a bag of fluff either. No, I don't. Right, so this is a negotiation between me and another <laughs> discerning <laughs> connoisseur. <laughs> okay, connoisseur, go for it. All right, let's wrap up this Christmas conversation. What was Boxing Day like for you? For Americans, Boxing Day is the 26th of December. Not quite sure it's why it's called Boxing Day. I'm sure I could look it up on Wikipedia. If I remember to, I'll put a link in the show notes. Boxing but, Day in Canada is the equivalent of Black Friday in, in yeah, that's true. the U.S. It's your sales. It's your sales. Like you're, oh, they've slashed it. You know, it's 80% off. It's Did you say they slapped off. it or slashed it? Slashed it. Okay. I just did a picture of them slapping stuff. <laughs> no. So you would, like if you got gift cards or you had saved up money to buy something, you know, Boxing Day is the day you would go up. But people don't go crazy and line up at three in the morning or anything. You just go at a reasonable hour, like nine or ten. But that's because Can- Canadians are so civilized. Yes, very civilized. Boxing Day. Tea. Boxing Day in the UK, or at least in my version of the UK, was almost like a do-over of Christmas, but without the presents. Not like you had more presents, but well, because then it's you not had, Christmas because you had toys from the day before. You just play with those, mm-hmm. and there's usually some great movies on that you would watch, and it was an opportunity to just kind of gorge yourself with food, and then you'd have. Family and friends stop by and say hi, that sort of stuff. But you didn't go shopping? Oh, well, I never, because I was a kid, but, you know, one could. But mostly it was, you know, another day of playing and unwinding. I really liked Boxing Day. We don't do anything on Boxing Day. Typically, we stay in our pajamas. Pajamas are featured heavily in this week's podcast. Pajamas. All right, well, let's wrap up our Christmas-themed podcast. If you have any questions you'd like to ask us, go to alanaj.com slash ask. Leave your question there. We'll do our best to answer it. But until then, we will see you next week. (laughs) Very good. (laughs)